Hey Stage folks, in this episode I'm going to interview my friend Afra Kane. She's now an R&B jazz singer. She got the prize Talented Reward 2019 from Montreux Jazz Festival. With her amazing voice and music, she wrote the talk with her. You can find out how deeply she's thinking inside her lyrics and melody. Now let's close the curtain and open the mic for the stage folks. So you can easily lose control. Fucked up mind, beautiful soul. People are confused because they don't really know. Beautiful soul, 
Meine Damen und Herren, Mesdames und Messieurs, Ladies and Gentlemen, Afra Kane. Hello, everyone. So, Afra, can you introduce yourself? Where are you from? Um, I am from many places in the world. <laughs> I was born in Italy, grew up there. Uh, I'm originally from Nigeria. I lived in England for a while, and now I've been in Switzerland for the past five years. And uh, I'm a singer, songwriter, pianist, uh, composer. Yeah. Let's talk about the pianist. So you were studying in Hotego de la Musique. Yeah, I was studying in Geneva. De Genève, yeah. It's one of the most uh, highest uh, prestigious, prestigious yeah. in the in the world. Mm -hmm. How come you give up? <laughs> Did you give up your piano career and get into get into singers? Um kind of, but I don't know if I had a piano career. <laughs> I see. I was I studied for a long time um classical piano. I started when I was nine. And I've always wanted to, you know, be uh, the best in the sense that I wanted to improve myself. Not the best comparing myself with others, but it was more something, it was like a competition with myself, you know. And then, but I always um, had the singing on the side. I started writing songs when I was like 12, 13. And I had this creative side uh, in me that I wasn't really able to express in the um, journey of academic studies with the classical music and stuff. And so I had a, like a sense of guilt when I would practice piano, I felt guilty because I wasn't working on writing songs. And then when I wrote songs, I was feeling guilty because I wasn't practicing my piano. <laughs> so I was living like a double life and I wasn't able to it was just becoming too heavy on me, you know, also because yeah, I believe so. I was doing this uh, arts management course. And um, and so I was learning how to, you know, all these things behind the scenes of the arts, like how do you manage a project? How do you ask for funding and stuff like that, which is in a way is less artistic. And I couldn't find the time to practice my piano anymore and then managing a band. And then, uh, you know, I was doing so many things at the same time and I just could not carry on like that. And all happened in Switzerland. Yeah. How come? I, I, it's, it's just for me, it's very special because there are not... As I know, in the pop singers world, Switzerland is not the most. Maybe jazz is the most is one of the most uh, important place in in Switzerland. But pop singing, why? Why did you decide to start in, not start, but yeah, I have started a here. Yeah, you started here. Yeah, I started okay. here because uh, I was living in Cardiff before. Yeah, 
and I was, um, you know, I was studying at the Royal Welsh College of Music and Drama. Oh wow! And I, I had a band uh, where I would sing uh, cover songs, you know, soul music, Aretha Franklin, and ah. stuff like that. And um, <clears throat> and uh, <laughs> what happened was that whenever I would come up with a song that I had written none of the musicians were like really keen on playing my songs and like afterwards like the whole environment in cardiff was just not very healthy for me like even like mentally i was just not uh feeling so great already started to write songs during yeah cardiff. i started no i started what writing was? songs at 12. At twelve, my whole the whole time I was just keeping them for myself. I never told my piano teachers that I was writing. You are not focused on your classic music, huh? No, I was focused <laughs> on my classical music. That's why I I always kept it a secret. You know the the songs that writing I was the writing. Writing a song is a secret for you. It was oh for a God. very long time. I could couldn't dare to say to people that that was something that I was doing on the side. You know, Whoa. everyone thought I was only doing classical music and even like sometimes when i go back to italy and i meet uh people that i used to go to school with they're like so how like where does the singing come from because i only remember you doing piano, piano the whole yeah. time and so they were shocked i was like yeah i just always kept it to myself and so coming to switzerland was like I didn't know uh, anyone. You escape from your uh, old culture, exactly. so that here is a I, I new was, land, exactly. and you can do whatever you want. Be <laughs> no anyone one, you exactly. want. Exactly. No be. one is gonna judge me in Switzerland because no True. one knows me. No one knows my past. No one has an idea of who I am. Oh and my so God. that's where I found the confidence to just say, you know what? I'm a pianist. I'm a singer. I write my song, and I'm gonna start working on accompanying myself. You know. Because like singing while you're sitting down is completely different, you know, and uh, the, you have to work on being synchronized with the two instruments and stuff. And so like I started doing that and I was like, there's no reason why I can't do this, yeah. you know? Yeah, true. Because uh, even like I would sing with this band, but there was always a pianist and I would whenever I would ask, can I accompany myself? They would, they would be like, no, I just just do the singing, you know? I was like, why do I always have to reduce myself, you know? Like I'm <laughs> studying six hours a day piano. Oh my God. Surely I can accompany myself, you know? <laughs> and so in Switzerland, yeah, I had this freedom to, to do this. And to that's why, yeah, I felt free when I moved to Switzerland and I felt like people were not trying to... Um, block me in a, in a way you know i see so yeah that's why <laughs> are you now registered in a swiss um swiss um pop song singers uh swiss suiza suiza yeah, yeah suiza. i am i am registered yeah yeah for compositions like i register my songs there as competitions yeah okay. exactly and cool. then uh, yeah if uh, when you do concerts you have to fill in the form yeah yeah or if you have a song that is in the radio, you yeah. can get paid for that, yeah. And how, what brings you to Montreux? Montreux Festival? Do you want to know festival? the whole story? I would like to know because- The that, whole that's, story. That's even jazz. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, in Montreux, jazz. Yeah, <laughs> I know. But the thing is, jazz has 
a lot to thank classical music for of course sense, of you course. know it, it, and so like my inspirations are more in like modern classical music but people listen to the chords and they say it's jazz because you're telling the To be honest, you are telling the stories that a girl who studied piano, starting writing her songs from 12 years old, yeah. entered the place which a new land and start over it and yeah. wanted to be a singer and entered one of the biggest I know. jazz festivals okay. and win the, <laughs> win the prizes. Oh my God, talented awards. Afra Kane. It's That's crazy. Crazy. Well, so basically, I started doing this arts management course. Yeah? Cas de gestion des arts. Is it in Genève? Uh, yeah, it's in the same um, school, but it was, it was in Neuchâtel. Neuchâtel, okay. And my tutor, the one that, like I had, I, I did my thesis, right? And you have a tutor that tells you if yeah, you're doing tutor, well, yeah. you, what you have to change. And... After I did my certificate, he was like, do you know, like, Afra, I really want to help you with your career. I like what you do and stuff. So since uh, his name is Steve Roger, right? Yep. He's in charge of uh, the OSR and in Geneva. And he's in charge of Agence Cecilia. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so he was one of our teachers in this course. And he sent out an email to his contacts that he had. And um, this lady from the Montreux Jazz Artist Foundation uh, got back to him and she really liked what I was doing. So she first invited me to play in Rome in 2018. It, sorry, in Italy, Rome. Yeah, oh, at wow. the Swiss Institute um, of Culture in Rome. There are different what? institutes of uh, like arts institutes. Uh, well, well, could you maybe explain a bit more about this Swiss Institute? What's this? Yeah, yeah. it's um, it's basically an arts institute um, yeah. for visual arts and um, modern art. Yeah. And they do like uh, expositions, right? Um, and there's different institutes in Like there's one in France, there's one in in Italy, but they're all Swiss institutes, uh, okay, and they have, okay. uh, they have uh, researchers and and uh, other um, artists that can live there. They do a, like an artistic residency yeah. for like maybe a year, you know, and so they do like events. And I played in one of these events in 2018, and then when I released my first uh, EP. In 2019, I I went back to uh, Stephanie and I told her, yeah, if I could play, I asked her if I could play at the festival and uh, my music is out and stuff like that. And and then uh, she, there's a panel that listens to the songs and then they decide and then I was selected to play in the competition. Okay. But the competition wow. is within the festival. And so... But, so I, this competition was... Is um not like anyone can apply. Only someone who got invite can do. Uh, kind of, yeah. yeah. But I don't. I'm not quite sure. I'm sure there's different ways of uh, of doing it. Of yeah, yeah. I mean, this is like my experience, but I don't want to say that this that's the way. I see. It should I be see. done. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure. And so I was selected uh, with another like 14 uh, contestants from uh, different parts of the world. Wow. And I decided to play in, um, in a different 
configuration, meaning that I went with a trio, but it wasn't the jazz trio. Jazz trio has uh, piano, drums, and double bass. Yeah. I decided to go with the classical trio. <laughs> classical piano trio, yeah? So I had the piano, <laughs> cello, and uh, violin. Violins, so cello and violin yeah. was Auguste and Margarida. And I rearranged my songs for strings and it was super exciting because like I always wanted to like find uh, an in-between between like you know the soul music and my classical background yeah. so and uh, so I did that and we played and yeah then I received this prize which was completely unexpected because um because because yeah like like my music is also influenced by jazz, but you know I come from a classical, yeah. you know, academically. You never, do you ever have any jazz, um, academy history? No, I mean, I when I was in Italy, I I had a friend uh, who um, was also a pianist at the conservatory in Italy, and. Uh, he was doing classical, but his dad is um, is a is a jazz pianist, and so he was kind of switching into jazz. And so he was like, "Yeah, I heard you sing. Let's do some gigs." And <laughs> so that's where I started listening to a lot of jazz and you know learning repertoire. And we would play. Ah, so in together. that time, you already started to do the cover. Yeah, I was okay, doing covers, okay. and I learned a bit of repertoire, and I would sing and. And Marco your first play, cover? Uh, the first cover in jazz, yeah. you mean, oh my God, I, I, I can't say. I mean, ooh, I, I, I was singing, I'm beginning to see the light. Uh, and then uh, there was one from Thelonious Monk. Uh-huh. Um, uh, I don't remember. Funny Valentine, different, oh, wow. different things like that, you know. And and then so that's where I kind of started listening to a bit more more jazz. And then when I moved to the UK, um, why I, why why you moved to UK? Did, uh, here I didn't get it. Yeah, because my so you didn't come to Switzerland right after the no Italy. no you, no no I came from the UK yeah yeah because uh, my mom my parents were just really fed up with the economic situation in Italy. Oh no! Because you know, in two thousand and eight, there was this big yeah, yeah, crisis yeah, 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 big and stuff, crisis. and so uh, my parents decided to leave in two thousand and twelve, mm-hmm. and um, I followed them in Portsmouth first. Okay, and then I studied in Portsmouth. I did my um, my my A levels. It's like um, it's like baccalaureate. I see. Okay. So I was 17, 18, and at the same time I was taking piano lessons with uh, uh, Valentina Seferinova. She's a Bulgarian uh, mm-hmm. pianist, and oh my God, I learned so much because, <laughs> like, <laughs> technique-wise and sound-wise, I learned a, he- a hell of a lot. Like, you know, the Russian school is uh, something else. Yes, it's you know? a Russian school. And so practice I felt, first. Exactly. I Improvisations felt- come late. Uh, interpretation comes later yeah exactly practice first and so (laughs) i felt like before i was 17 i wasn't really practicing you know i felt Ah, like i learned how to practice when i was 17 18 you know yeah and so um 
And so, yeah, I learned a lot in that year. And then I auditioned to enter uh, uh, music uh, college. Uh, I, I did two auditions, one in London at the Royal College, yeah. which was terrible. <laughs> and one in Cardiff. And uh, I, I, they accepted me in Cardiff. So I went uh, to Cardiff. Yeah. Um, but mm? um, do you have siblings? Yeah, I have uh, three older brothers. My question is... Uh, how so the family was split. Okay, the family was split. Yeah. Some of you are in Italy. Some of you are in Cardiff. Yeah. So But the first person who moved from Italy was my mom. She went to Portsmouth. I see. And then I moved with her. Yeah. I lived one year with my mom. And then I moved to Cardiff. I started my studies. So I was living by myself with other students. Yeah. And then in the meantime, my dad and one of my brothers moved to England as well. Yeah. And so now my parents are in Portsmouth and I have some brothers in Italy still that have never moved. And for, I moved to Switzerland and the brother that had moved to England moved to Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. In this period i mean hey, well, that was two years ago he moved years? oh my yeah. god really yeah and then now uh he went back to england because there's uh you know there's a, there's a, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a stuff happening in Azerbaijan. why i brings out this is because you never have to think about to quit music. switzerland no uh, uh, music art you never have to think about it Uh, my uh, parents uh, tried to convince me a lot not to pursue this uh, journey because um, I think they were trying to protect me. And also, I always like studied languages, you know, like because I speak foreign, foreign languages. It's not just about courage. It's also about yeah. found, foundation. Yeah, Monday, but Monday. my mom, my mom was like... Uh, She told me once, you know, like piano is so hard, there's so much competition, and you're not the best pianist in the world. So I don't know how you can. I know, no, it was just. And then with the singing, you know, it was like, yeah, but the singing, you, it's not very good. It's like because there was this whole religion. Jesus Christ, mom, you are so negative. I know there was this whole religion thing behind it, and like jazz is like the music of of the devil, you know, and like why would you want to sing jazz? Blah blah. blah. So what? There was a lot of, I had like, so I am considered to be the most rebellious person in the family. Why? Because, because, of, you because of this, because I didn't listen to, <laughs> to them telling me these things, you know. And for me, it was an, a rebellious act to go and study classical piano full time, you know, because I, I enrolled in a university in Cardiff for languages. And at the same time, I got accepted at the Royal Welsh. Yes. And I was meant to do a joint degree. So I was meant oh, to, wow. do, to do both. Both. And then after the first week, I was like, no. That's not <laughs> possible. Come not on. possible. Like, I remember I was, I had like maybe five, six hours of uh, lessons in the day <gasps> and then on top of that i was trying to practice like four to six hours uh, uh, just the piano yeah. and then like when am i supposed to then do like part-time course languages yeah, at the uni possible. and so i told my mom after the first week i was like you know i can't do this like i was trying to please everyone 
I was trying to please myself. I was trying to please my parents, you know, to have something secure, have something safe. (laughs) (laughs) And with this pandemic, I think we can see that nothing is safe, like no journey, like my brother, he's an architect, you know, he was in Azerbaijan. Yeah. And you would think, you know, architecture, yeah, that's a stable job, you know. And still his company had a major crisis, you know. Oh he God. had to move back to England. And so, like, I'm happy that I listened to myself, you know. And so, like, I think I was trying to please um, everyone. Even, indeed, indeed. Yeah, indeed. even finally with classical music, I was always trying to please my teachers, you know. And finally, I had to recognize that I am more of a creative than an interpreter. Like, I interpret, yeah, but I like writing stuff. I like composing. And, like, I need to express myself differently, you know. And I always wished I was, like, the other pianists, you know, that were always just practicing their instrument practicing their instrument and i was practicing my instrument and then i needed a break and i needed to write you know so it was it was it was not easy for me to find a solution it it just became too much to to handle to do everything and then eventually i was like yeah this has to go like otherwise i'm gonna burn out (laughs) burn out (laughs) Yeah. But crazy, you're laughing, you're smiling and, and talking about these stories. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't really easy. It it, it cannot be easy, just no. be honest. I know it, I, I have a similar situations. Mm. I understand this. It's not going to be easy when you, when it comes to your mom or your parents. Yeah. Your, your father told, told you about this. Mm. And you're smiling and talking about this. That means yeah. you are now truly happy. I am happy. I'm super happy about the decision. Also because like for like the deal for my parents was first you do something secure and then you go back uh, to Of course all the parents to will music. Say that. And then I saw like people who I mean life is long. I mean we have a long life. We can do different things, but Yeah. I I don't think I would be African if I didn't if I didn't do a note called the music with piano, you know. No, even no, if no. everything uh, is connected, everything exactly like the I moment have have connect all the things past exactly, and yeah. I needed to like I re- I just had this burning feeling of I need to learn more on the piano. I need to like go far you know mm-hmm. like i need to go you know it just wasn't enough for me and even if i could like in the future i'm thinking to take like jazz lessons on the piano you know like i am someone who is not um like music it's a whole life thing you're always learning you're always developing and even realize i realize now that you know if i could just not have to take care of the administration of my project of my band <laughs> i would just like focus on the in my instruments like working on my voice full-time uh, working on improvising on the piano and you know because finally you have more freedom when the more you know the f- yeah. the more you are free to uh to do things you know and so i'm super glad i didn't listen to uh, to my parents but i thank them because 
they've always supported me no, of course as well. you listen to them but you listen to yourself too. yeah but. and finally you know they they supported me through my studies yeah. and uh, you know now they uh, they support my decisions and stuff they realized that finally uh, that was the best thing for me so ah. So things are good now. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I yeah, see. that's I why see. I I talk about it with a smile because uh, you're beloved. I feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. very important. Mm -hmm, it's exactly. Very, very important. And also, I think it was coming from a place of they was they were trying to protect me. Yeah, you know, yeah. there was because well, if you can see that then they they know how how hard it is yeah. and how sensitive I am. And maybe they thought, you know, if she doesn't get what she wants, she's going to be heartbroken. And uh, so maybe they were trying to protect me from myself. I don't know. <laughs> so, fucked up mind. Yeah. Beautiful soul. Where did it come from? It's beautiful. Thank it's you. our It's our um, opening song yeah. today. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I, 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 I listened to your last two EP, two album. And I find out this song is very different compared to others. Yeah. What are, what are you thinking when you are composing these songs? Okay, what well, I was thinking, um, I was thinking about depression. Depression? <laughs> yeah, depression, which is not something we really talk about. Uh, and so it was, it's kind of a bit of, um, there's also a bit of literature in the sense that there's this, person who kind of feels disconnected yeah and f wants to find the connection back through nature so it's kind of this person wants to be one with the sea uh with nature with the wind with the just you know and i think the reason why uh in this era we suffer so much from mental illnesses is because we've lost this connection with nature and with our environment and also we are very just very individualistic you know ah. and so and so it's yeah a, we focus on ourselves a lot. a lot and i'm not sure that's how it's supposed to be you know i think i know there are some cultures where like if there's villages where in i think in asia I, I i heard something like that where if someone is depressed in the village everyone has to bring gifts every day to the person until the oh. person gets better i don't remember which country it was but i remember i watched a documentary about this and it's like it why are we so isolated because it's almost it's always like you have to deal with your problems by yourself see whereas it should be a more collective thing you know mm -hmm. we are lacking a lot of empathy in this society we lack a lot of uh, um i would say like community kind of uh, societies yeah, communities, yeah. social social it's kind of social behavior yeah, you have to exactly and so we have this idea that if someone is doing bad is not our responsibility yeah. you know which is not totally right it's there's a there's a bigger picture to to this it's it's like it's a reflection of our broken society yeah you know yeah and so that what that is what this song is about um 
trying to, you know, talk about these things that people don't like to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) I know from experience, but I have uh, seen uh, many um, musicians, you know, committing suicide and stuff like that. And so there is a real problem there, you know, there is. uh, Is it hard for musicians in Switzerland surviving? Um... Um, I I won't say like in Switzerland specifically, but there is this thing where in the in the arts, I think people like artists are a lot more sensitive to things, right? Yeah. And so they're more susceptible to to have these uh, feelings and these illnesses, and there since we can't talk about it freely they can't find a solution and their only solution for them is to end their lives. And that's the sad thing, you know, because I also had a friend this year, um, the pianist that I was talking about, uh, yeah. what, that I started singing jazz with yeah. in Italy. His name uh, was Marco and he unfortunately passed away this year uh, from suicide. But I, I, I mean, I don't know exactly what were the circumstances behind it. I just received the news and, you know, of course, I was heartbroken. And, like, last time I saw him was last um, last Christmas when I went back to Italy. And I remember he was feeling very down. Like, I saw him. He was very... And I just thought that maybe he was tired, you know. But I was seeing something. I was not seeing the usual person that I was used to seeing. And I don't know. And then three months later, he wasn't there anymore. So there is a problem, you know, in in this society where people don't feel free to talk about their problems. And the only way they find a solution is uh, like this. And so I, I, I wrote this song before all of this happened, of course. But I think it's it's still like one of the issues that we have in today's society. So... That's that's what the song is about. Long wow. story short, pretty much, yeah. So, sorry if I made you. <laughs> you seem quite. Um, it is impressed. Very impressed. Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. I can feel the ah the goosebumps. <laughs> the goosebumps ah. coming out. Yeah. It's sorry. True. I didn't it's mean true. to like. But just explain a bit more what the song is about. and uh, No, it is right. It is right. It, you're totally right. I mean, mm. how we are trying to disconnect, mm. actually. We are trying to connect on social media. Exactly. But we are trying to disconnect in... With humans and with interactions. With humans and in, in interactions, actually. And, uh, and a, mm. as you said, we want everyone to deal with their problems themselves. Mm-hmm. So if I cannot deal with my problems, then I have to deal with me yeah <laughs> in the end yeah 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 and um, yeah it's like everything's everything's the if there's a homeless people then mm. send them to the to the place for for them yeah but we never thought about homeless could cause by us as well yeah well, exactly <laughs> and yeah we we there's kind of this thing where you know we we blame uh it's like a general we. It's like how society yes, yes. sees homeless people is like, uh, you know, they're lazy and mm-hmm, there's so much mm-hmm. judgment attached to it. And then you don't know how a person no, became no, homeless, yeah. you know? And some people become homeless from one day to another, you know? So you can't really... You almost have to be careful because 
things the, the same things could happen to you one day you know yeah yeah you could fuck up yeah. anytime because anytime. karma is a real deal <laughs> karma <laughs> karma yeah. will come and get you you know so you have to be careful i think with uh, with these things you know true true so yeah Let's take a break here. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Welcome back to Sage Fox Podcast. This is Afra Kane. Hello, hello. Yep. So, Afra, I have a question. Doesn't you get any invitations after the Afra, this this uh, Montreux Montre, Montre Jazz Talent Award? Yeah, I 
Yeah, I actually got invited uh, to play for the sponsors of the festival. Yeah. This was last year and I was meant to do... Um, I was meant to play in other like private events of the foundation, uh, but everything got cancelled this year. So... Ah, yeah, true. It mm. was 2019. Oh. Yeah, but also this year, I, I like oh. there were other um, private events. Yeah within the artist foundation and they invited me to play but because uh -huh. of the pandemic it was cancelled but my question okay that's going ah, deeper sorry my question is do you got any engage invite invitations engage to any album companies or any <laughs> ah, professionally, professionally. Ah, yeah, okay. I'm talking about that yeah. um, not a lot not an awful lot so like, there is um, there is yeah some. I mean I got put in contact with like two, three people. Uh, one was uh, a label in uh, Germany, in Berlin. Oh, wow. And finally, they were super interested, but finally they lost a lot of money with this uh, pandemic and they changed uh, their <sighs> mind. So I was meant to sign, like I went uh, February this year, I went to Berlin to have a meeting with them and it was great and it was awesome. And then- It was just February. Yeah, and then you before May, the lockdown, exactly. And then two weeks later, it was the lockdown and everything. Just, I was so angry. Holy I was shit. so angry. Like I totally understand them, but it was like, like for an independent artist, it's like, you know, that's the worst things. Yeah. For not, not just independent, you are raising stars. Yeah, it's like the stars is raising, and we just took it down. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> what the, the, the hell? timing? The timing was super bad. Um, and then they put me in contact with another like um, manager agent. I don't, but he's like he's retired. I don't know, and didn't really work out because he was not really into uh, what I was doing, and so. It's uh, it's complicated. Like, I have uh, many people who recognize my talent, um, but in terms of like finding people who really invest their time um, and work with you, it's 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 complicated. I feel sometimes I feel like it's it's full of many people who talk a lot, but they don't do a lot. You know, you finally talk about that. <laughs> Finally, it's finally it's always up it's to always the artist. Like I mean, yeah, it's it, always like this. But for me, I am learning this through my experience. Um, <laughs> now, in the last two years, I've like with the, the the amount of people who have come to me with propositions and stuff, and then you always you become really skeptical after a while, <laughs> <laughs> and you always have to be careful. And so, yeah, yeah. True. So it's not a bad thing to be independent. Um, well, it's not. It's not. It's just. Yeah. It just takes a lot of work, uh, and sometimes you don't I have mean, time to do the. We creative. are freelancers. We are freelancers. In the end, we. Yeah, but if you're booking your own shows by yourself, if you're, if like you're, making your own show, own concert. Yeah, if you're show. if you're searching for the concerts yourself, yeah, you know. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, for you, it's different because, like, when you sign with a theater, yeah. you're doing maybe, I don't know, 50 shows. No, no, 20. 20 shows per, per opera, maybe. Exactly. Yeah. So you set for 20 shows. 20 shows, yeah. I need to book every mm. single, single show. Shows. 
So it's 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 takes a lot of time, you know. And uh, I also and is there a concert manager that you can contact to? Uh, see, yeah, and they you are can do the show in this weekend next. Yeah, weekend, I, yeah. I mean, um, I do get help. Uh, I there's now like an agency in France yeah. that has booked some shows for me, and uh, uh, but everything was cancelled because of the pandemic, so I wasn't able to to perform any show that was booked in France. How and uh, things are moving very slowly, you know. Like I am still in touch with them, but I don't know what's confirmed, what's not confirmed, because everything is changing everything all, is the changing all the time. Everything uh, is postponed. Everything is like so far yeah like, uh, we do it in 2022 mm, exactly and These so it's and it's really hard to say it's even yeah it's just uh, it is the situation it now. is the situation we just have to embrace it and but i'm i'm glad that i'm still able to you know teach um teach yeah on the side singing I teach uh, singing like pop singing pop singing okay uh, i teach piano uh, oh I can't say I teach classical piano. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a kid, I, like uh, beginners, yeah. Beginners, okay. Yeah. Uh, I, but I have one student, uh, uh, a woman. Uh, we did a bit of Bach. Uh, Bach. Bach. Okay, so yeah. you so that's, doing the classic. Really. Yeah, that's just the only one. <laughs> that's oh. <laughs> that is a bit more advanced uh, to. Um, so you could and survive, so yeah, somehow. somehow, yeah, somehow you could survive. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I also teach uh, a music initiation, a very musical. Uh, Sorry, one more time. A very musical a music in initiation is like rhythm for kids, um, learning oh, yeah, how yeah, to yeah. recognize Mo the sounds. theory. More like the theory. No, things. no, it's really just like you mm -hmm. do games that are. Related to music for kids who are like three years ah. old. Yeah. And it's a one-on-one? -on -one? No, it's group. Group. Okay. Mm -hmm. it's it's group. You work in uh, some music, music yeah, school? Yeah, uh, in Estavaillé. Okay, that's good. And that's in uh, Gorgé-Saint-Aubin. I, I see. Yeah. That's good. That's good. So, yeah, that's... Somehow you could, you could yeah. survive during this mm -hmm. period. So, yeah. Yeah. And the rules is changing every day. Is, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm supposed to travel next week to go to England to see my parents. And that's still possible. Yeah, yeah. I hope so. But like, Why? because now things have changed again in England. So basically, <gasps> before, like, they finished the lockdown. Yeah. Right. That, yeah, but they. So say, now they're not <gasps> in lockdown yeah, yeah, yeah. anymore. But now uh, they have the vaccine, yeah. and then yesterday. The prime minister announced uh, new restrictions new again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's constantly changing, and there's this new, um, mm. there's a new uh, version, version of the, of the virus yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that is spreading in London. The researchers are, are still trying to see, like they say that it's not uh, more dangerous, but it's just uh -huh. more uh, infectious. Like uh, mm -hmm. it spreads easily and. Pff, I honestly am so tired by like it just tired. never stops. I, I know. Never Everyone stops. Everyone is tired yeah. and it's never ending stories. So I, I think I, I can make it to England, but I don't know if I can make it back to Switzerland late, oh my later. God, that would be stressful. Uh, yeah. But I need to see my family because I haven't seen my family in, in a while. So anymore. I want to go say hi. And so, yeah. When is your next concert or next performance? Um, 
I did like a small performance yesterday in La Chaux de Fonds. Oh, wow. Uh, it's uh, called Chapelle. It was the mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. At, at the Conservatoire de La Chaux de Fonds. They did this 24 hours of uh, concert. So you just go in, there's no sound check, and it's streamed on Facebook. And you have like maybe half an hour to warm up, and then you go in. And uh, when you finish, the next music- musician Tom comes well. in oh, wow, and it carries cool. on. Yeah, so it's really cool. And I did that yesterday. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I, I did that yesterday and it was, uh, th- there was like maybe four people in the audience because it's only five people allowed. And so four people were sitting down, you know, with the chairs like two meters away. Wow. and. Uh, and it felt like a bit of a rehearsal, you know, for me to uh, just practice the new compositions in front of someone. And uh, it was really nice. It was really nice, but it's just very different. It's it's uh, just different. Uh, you can't really say it's a concert. It's a new experience. Yeah, it's you can't really new. say. I mean, I was I was I was lucky though. This summer we played in uh, Festival de San Moritz, Festival uh-huh. de Jazz de San Moritz. We did two shows there. And, you know, it was a full audience of uh, 200 people, I think, two or 300 people. Everyone was sitting down with the mask and stuff. Uh, so we, there there was a little short um, getaway during the summer. Yeah, yeah. For performances, I did like three <laughs> in the whole summer. <laughs> so and what about you? Were you able to perform? No, not at all. Theaters now, this have to be closed. And yeah. all the rehearsals have to... But, I mean, you could continue the rehearsals, but everyone have to wear a mask in Bern. Mm. So in the rehearsal, you have to singing with mask. That's <laughs> it's just not possible. I don't understand. I'm, I'm, I, I mean, I didn't have an engage in this moment. Mm-hmm. But what I talk with the singers, they have a very bad experience of it. That's that's a bit. Uh, I don't know. Should I be? Should I say I'm lucky, but yeah, I won't want to sing him with the mask. With the mask, that's yeah. so so sad for yeah, for, that's for totally singers. sad. But also, like, I don't think singing is the thing that spreads the most the virus because, like, when you speak, for example, when you talk, you have more. You are expelling more than while you're singing. I mean, you have more sentence. You have more things when you're speaking you're singing spitting singing a lot is, more yeah. when you speak but yeah. not when you're singing no, you know no, no. and so um, or even like in the school where i teach uh singing lessons are not allowed but piano lessons are allowed which <laughs> makes no sense because with the piano you know it's a surface and i constantly am cleaning the thingy off and you can't kids don't wear masks yeah i know i see the piano know, teachers they doing the alcohol every time <laughs> when they play after yeah. and then you play at the kids plays and then have to do the and echo like again you, you can't really oh stay two meters away from the you can't really stay two meters away from the kid because you have to show them yeah. Yeah. how to play correctly so it's just really 
weird i don't know like i am more stressed with piano lessons than with singing because with singing you can keep distance and yeah it's fine you can put a plexiglass and it's yeah, yeah, just yeah. easy but with piano like some kids have like dirt under their fingernails <laughs> you know kids are so dirty they don't care about uh, so it's yeah and then in the middle of the lesson they they have the snot you know and you <laughs> <laughs> you try and clean their noses and stuff. Oh my and, god! Uh, so yeah, it's not. <laughs> do you like teaching? Huh? No, I do enjoy teaching. It's yeah. just teaching under these conditions that don't make sense. It's just stressful for me. It just doesn't make sense. But the it, rules it let you survive. Yeah, it gives you a chance to survive, and I think there's many artists are. That's the last things they can grab in the sea. Yeah, I, I know. Say. Yeah, it's. I totally understand that. Like, I, I mean, always... if I was students, I would also question why should I do study in this mm. moment? The mm. quality, it's not yeah. the same as. I I can't even imagine like for students who are like starting, <laughs> starting, you know, entering yeah music school, and they tell you that you have to have your piano lesson via Zoom or. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, it's really it's really complicated. But what can they do? And also, they're this... far from their families. It's a new environment, yeah, and they yeah. have to. They can't even socialize, <laughs> you know. So uh, yeah, it's just uh, let's hope for this to just end. Uh, no, that's true. We can hope. Yeah, we can hope for things to end. to get better. And yeah. you know, uh, I think we have proven uh, to be really good at always finding solutions you know yeah. like with <laughs> this course. vaccine like how quickly it was discovered and like researchers and scientists are just uh, you know like there's a lot of knowledge uh, knowledgeable people out there that are really working very hard and so I have faith in this you know yeah and uh, whereas the governments we can just pray <laughs> because uh, you know it's some it's very unclear sometimes no I, I of course i know this is pandemic this, in this pandemic no one knows how to do and it's government doing the most difficult jobs to make decisions i believe decisions it's decided in a good way so yeah. let's just try and hope and everything's Exactly. Goes back and mm -hmm. come back soon. <laughs> Let's say that. So, last questions I would like to ask. Mm -hmm. What will you think? What? What do you imagine later in ten years? Oh my God! African, ten years. African. I can't even imagine what I'm gonna do tomorrow. Like I know, like I'm I'm working tomorrow. That's pretending to there's no pandemic or anything. <laughs> Yeah, mm. ten years after. Ten years. Um, oh, definitely. They. I hope they won't be any pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> um, just doing what I love, you know, doing concerts, touring, um, being able to have the means to just do what I love because music is super expensive like doing an album is super expensive I believe uh, you know and eventually I just want the financial aspect to get easier pretty much yeah 
to to be easier to find uh, the fundings uh, so everyone can be paid uh, what they deserve um, yeah to be like I'm already living from music but you know living from my music it's uh, it's, it's my uh, dream it's the next thing, yeah. yeah to uh, find my music. audience um, being able to find fans that really support my music and but mainly to f keep touching people with, uh, with what I do finally because uh, that's the most important thing I asked that's the our role you know yeah you know connecting with the people and making their life easier and their life uh, better you know I asked the questions because I want to know what do you want to bring from your music mm. What do I want to bring? What is Afra Kane's music? Uh, Afra Kane's music is um, has uh, a message, has depth, and can be melancholic, but it's just because I feel like sometimes, sometimes I feel like we live in a very superficial world. Yes. And the music that you listen to, like, the popular mainstream music sometimes like you listen to the words and they just don't make any sense yeah. and i understand because people want to switch off you know <laughs> and they just want to party and not think about stuff but to me that's not the role of an artist an artist has the responsibility of making people aware of certain things you know of communicating a message and so that is what I want to do and for example fucked up my beautiful soul if there's anyone who is feeling depressed or is battling with anything they have this song they can listen to and it's like beautiful in the melodies but it's also like wanting to say hey I see you, I hear you, you're not alone. Someone is writing about this. And so that is what I want to do with my music. Pretty much, yeah. It's like you are let people to find you that you are there yeah. for them already. Yeah, and I know for me it's going to be a, a long road because I am not mainstream. You're not, definitely. You know, and so... But who knows, maybe in five years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never know. Um, but like I tried and stay truth truthful to myself. And that's very hard it in is. this industry because I am constantly receiving opposite feedback. Opposite feedback on, yeah. The critique. Maybe the piano is a bit too virtuosistic, you know, maybe you can do less on the piano, um, you know, and then when it's instrumental, ah, it's too instrumental, there's too many instruments and stuff. And, and so, like, I just want to be me mm -hmm. in my different facets, uh, in my different identities, because finally I have different identities. Yeah. Um, and I just want to be able to touch people while being myself, even if 
<laughs> as you say, in five years' time, I might be doing a completely mainstream thing. But no, it has to be. You will become mainstream. I didn't mean you were. You are going to be ah, something. Um, no, but I just want to be authentic. That's what I yeah, want to yeah, be authentic. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be a caricature of uh, of what we already have. I don't know how to explain it. You know, it's yeah. Uh, but you could bring something to everyone. Mm-hmm. You don't need to become some something everyone have, but you can bring something in, being to. Yeah, that, that give to everyone. Do mm. you understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And what I got from your sentence is that, I mean, you are. Afra is writing songs, are doing singing for, for the others. Afra, no matter how many Afra are there in the world, maybe there are only thousands of them mm-hmm. in the world. But for writing the songs, for writing the songs for them, that they can hear it and find that oh, there's a person. Yeah. And it's true. It's true, and it's me. Yeah, it's just like me and yeah. writing the songs. Exactly. That from from my soul, mm-hmm. from my soul. Yeah. That's something very beautiful. Yeah. I get it from you. Exactly. Sorry. Don't cry. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, I forgot what I wanted to say. Yeah, <laughs> but fine. yeah, you you the way you you worded it was was right. Yeah. And I don't want to be put in a box. That's the thing. Like, yeah. like in a sense, I am already in a box, but it's like my own shape, it's you know? You. Yeah. I don't want to be less of a pianist. I don't want to be less of a singer. I don't want to have to do things because someone has told me, mm-hmm. you know? And even like last year, I was um, called by uh, The Voice France. Yeah. And I auditioned uh, through Skype because wow. I was uh, in England at that time. You have the pre-selection, yeah. and then if you pass that, you go to do the live auditions okay, on TV. Okay. Yeah. So it was the pre-selection, and one of the producers was like, mm, "I can hear in your piano. It's like a bit Debussy, Ravel, and it's mm. wonderful, but you need to be um, a pedagogue. Like people will not listen." to like people will not understand what you're doing with the piano because it's too complicated and i'm like it's not my uh it's not my responsibility to lower my standards for the mass do you see what i mean like Let's don't say lower i mean it's you why should i should you pretend to be another thing it's easier yeah. for people to understand exactly you don't have to i don't have you are, to you are afra let people try not the people who interest yeah to have chance to know you not fake to something else yeah. and then they know that uh, that's not yeah. what they know exactly exactly so I think that's the hardest part of the journey yeah uh, for me uh, because I have this huge classical background that will stay with me yeah that's and, totally fine and yeah that's totally fine but it can be challenging because it's like sometimes it's it's like modern classical and people say it's jazz and so and then I find myself in a jazz setting and yeah. I say but I don't improvise on piano and they're shocked because I don't improvise <laughs> on piano and so it's like people want things out of me yeah, for themselves yeah, yeah you know yeah, yeah. but they it's, it's kind of they don't want the whole African because it's almost too much 
there's too many things. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so me trying to walk around with all the things that I have with confidence sometimes is challenging because I have many feedbacks and I have people who hear that and they go like, that's jazz. And so they have an expectation of me and then they go like, oh, but you're you're more of a singer to me. Why do you play piano so well, you know? Yeah. And so it's like, so that's the challenging part mm -hmm, for me. Mm -hmm, and I know mm -hmm. it's gonna take time to find my own place and my own position in this industry. <laughs> you will get there, you will get there, definitely. <laughs> Thank you. So I hope you in this journey that you get what you want. Thank you. <laughs> in the future, Afra. <laughs> Thank you. So here, would you like to do some um, commercial for your um, social media? Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. People, where can we find uh, Afra King? Yeah, you yeah. can find me everywhere on Spotify, on iTunes, How to Deezer, spell it? Uh, Afra Kane, A F R A K A N E, Afra Kane. And yeah, Facebook, Instagram, I have a website, so don't hesitate to follow me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the music is great. You have to go to listen. It. Thank it's you. so good. <laughs> so ladies and gentlemen, this is Afra Kane. Bye everyone. Thank you, Ian, for having me. Yeah. Ah, goodbye to stage folks.
Hey, sorry, stage folks. Um, this is Ian. Uh, I forgot that Afra promised me to do a sketching, so this is it. <laughs> well, I don't really sketch, but I can vibe. I can vibe it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For example, oh, that's so beautiful. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, this is Afra. <laughs> hey, stage folks! Yeah, first time commercial talk in my podcast. This is episode six. Woohoo! So, I would like to introduce you a great podcast app called Podbean. P O D B E A N Podbean. You can find any podcast you like on the app, but even more, you can create your own podcast on it. It has a good recording function without any time limit. They also give you free music tracks on the app that you could choose your mood on the podcast background music.、Um, if you want to start your podcast, it is free for five hours podcast file on your account. That's the largest I can find on the internet. You are welcome. Me, I personally start the Stage Folks podcast on Podbean. It has a clean design, a clear statistics overview, good app support, and fair price. So record something and send it to me. I would like to meet some podcaster folks as well. Hey, and thank you so much for listening to our podcast. I'm always looking for more guests to interview. If you know any artist, no, not only artists, but anyone who has passion on their career, we would like to hear them on stage, folks. Our awesome intro music composed by my friend Chen Yide. He is from Taiwan as well. We studied in the same university of art.、Uh, go to SoundCloud or YouTube to search him. He has great music to share.